Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And today we have, I always say this, I always say, today we have a great episode in store. (laughs) But they're all Today you're not going to know what hits you. But today is actually an extra special day because it is our first time recording an episode in the Dear Media Podcast Studio. So if you guys noticed last week, Um, We signed with a podcast network called Dear Media, and we're super excited about it. Um, We did a little Instagram live last night together, and a bunch of people were asking, like, what, What why, what does this mean? Yeah, what what are you guys doing with it? So the answer is basically that a lot of people also ask, do you guys get paid for this podcast? The answer is, up to this point, no. We do not get paid for anything that we do with the podcast, and... Signing with a network will just help us to monetize the podcast a little bit more, which um, I explained on the live basically will help us just continue doing it because Mm -hmm. it's a lot of just time and effort, honestly, on our part. And it's so worth it and we love it so much. But to continue and to be able to even just pay for Chelsea's flights to come to California or for my flights to go to Arizona and whatever else we do with the podcast like our trip to new york to Mm -hmm. interview people stuff like that we're currently just paying for that out of our own pockets and Mm -hmm. anyway now when we get uh deals with companies then we can pay for it with that money which will be awesome and we're also really excited that we'll be able to work with some brands and like give you guys discount codes and yeah work with brands we love that we hope you guys will love because if you like us then you'll probably like what we like yeah So today we are going to start with our little that's what they said quote section um, because we do have a guest today. So Chelsea has a very exciting announcement as well. Tell us what it is. I do. So I launched a ebook. So it's about transitioning into a plant-based diet and also it's called Planted, Your Plant-Based Guide to Living a Healthy, Sustainable, and Happy Life. So it goes through kind of my experience with I kind of talk about my eating disorder and how I've kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything tried a bunch of different diets all that stuff and how I kind of found plant-based and how it's helped me and my health and how the diet culture these days is a little out of whack and there's really no diet that fits all but it kind of helps you get in the mindset I go over what exactly like a plant-based diet includes, what foods it includes, what foods it does not include. I give you a grocery list of foods that you can buy if you have questions about, you know, being vegan or being plant-based and what you can actually buy. And the answer is a ton of freaking stuff. Yeah. And there's just so much good stuff. I will post about it on the Instagram, obviously, but 
if you guys want to go check it out you should yeah i think a lot of people are interested in a plant-based diet Mm -hmm. um especially if they're having health issues like i know i became interested in in it because i was having stomach issues and my stomach was not reacting well to dairy and i was just trying to find something that works so i know a lot of people are interested and they're also it's daunting to it's them. A, it's a little, yeah, they, they're they a little weary of it because they yeah. hear all of these like, oh, these vegans are loony. This is just such a trend. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, which, I mean, all health things are kind of a trend. Yeah. But food has been around forever and I kind of talk about that and how food is a science and food is complicated, but eating should not be. Yeah. Eating should be something that's intuitive and all that fun stuff, so. And the thing is, I think it's, so I read the book and it's so, so good. I told Chelsea that she needs to be an author and literally write like a self-help book because it's so so good packed full of information and it's so much more than a plant-based diet book like to Mm -hmm. me you told so many experiences you know personal experiences that didn't even have to do with yeah eating but that's kind of the point is that your life is so much more than just the food on your plate it's yeah there's so many more aspects to living a balanced life so Mm -hmm. I venture to say even if you're not 1000% interested in a plant-based diet like still get the book because there's so much good information well in yeah it. it's it, I do talk about the benefits of like a plant-based diet and eating more vegetables and just being more healthy but I also talk about how you no one's asking you to be perfect and how you can be more healthy and not be plant-based right and how everything else yeah exactly like your whole life it goes into if you're healthy or not and not just the food that you eat like finances and creativity and how much joy you're feeling in your day-to-day life and all that stuff so kind of runs through a lot of stuff I struggle I've been writing this for I'm not kidding probably almost a year off and on and been struggling to figure out what I wanted to say and I had I've had just have so much information in my head that I want to like vomit out onto paper so it's been a long time coming but I'm really excited so yeah if you want to check it out probably just go to my Instagram and I'll have the link in my bio for you guys. So check it out. Check it out. You guys are going to love it. I'm super excited for people to like start reading about it and posting it and stuff. Okay, so before we introduce our guest today, we are going to do a little, our little quote segment. That's what they said. I'll start. So my quote this week is, the two things in life you are in total control over are your attitude and your effort. Mm. And that was said by Billy Cox. I just... I mean, simple enough. Some of these don't even need explaining, obviously, but I saw that and I just kind of realized you don't get to decide what happens in your life always. You know, people say, create your own life and whatever, but it's like the reality is that things are, unexpected things are going to come your way and you can't always control everything, but literally the only two things you can control are your attitude and your effort. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even feel like you can really control your own happiness at times because sometimes things are going to happen that are sad and, you know, you can't mm-hmm. necessarily just be happy, but you can control your attitude and your effort. Like, you can stop mm. and, I don't know, try yeah, and have a like better that. attitude about certain things and you can definitely try harder always mm-hmm. or try less if you need to, if you're working too hard or whatever. Like, those are the yeah. only things that you can really control. I like that. So. I am simple enough. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast previously, but I also talk about this in my book that I had this epiphany one day and maybe someone's already said this, but I had, I just came up with this one day when I was in the shower because you know, that's when all the best ideas come. Yeah. But that the most important part of making a movie is scoring it. 
which is finding the music, finding the soundtrack for it, and putting the music to the scenes. And what music they choose completely determines what the scene of the movie like is. the mood of it yeah like what the mood is it, it can be a tragedy if they put sad music and you can have that exact same scene the exact same film whatever and then you put like funny music to it it turns into a comedy whereas so you kind of have to pick your own soundtrack to life whereas you have to you can make things as dramatic or as sad as you want but also you can make it as happy or yeah. funny and yeah whatever. exactly you can put a different soundtrack to it and it can be the same exact situation but you can look at it in a different light no, I think that's so. so good. And you also mentioned that in your book. I remember reading yeah, yeah, yeah. that in it. So, Okay, here's my quote. This is kind of a basic quote, but it, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. That's super good, yeah. Just simple. If it doesn't, th- so when something's really, you know, pushing your buttons, it's going to change you for the better. Hopefully. You can, I mean, you can choose if it's going to change you for the better yeah. or for the worse, but... And if it's kind of the same thing, if it doesn't kill me, it's going to make me stronger. Yeah. It's kind of just like if you're not getting out of your comfort zone, you'll always stay in the same place. Yeah, exactly. So you just have to go for things. Yeah, challenge yourself. I like it. Do something every day that scares you. Um, Okay, well, you guys, we have the best guest today. Her name is Ivy Miller. She is. (laughs) This is a long list. She's a model. She's a surf. She's a, a pro surfer and snowboarder, and she's a stand-up comedian. If you follow her on Instagram, you basically get the best of everything. Yeah, she posts the cutest pictures. She's drop dead gorgeous. She does funny sketches. She posts little bits of her stand-up comedy, and she's just the best. Yeah, we planned this out like a month ago and I think Mm -hmm. I already said this on the podcast but Chelsea's like I don't think she's even gonna answer me like Chelsea's just like a huge fan I didn't know about her until recently she's yeah Chelsea started tagging me in a few of her comedy videos but she replied she was so nice and she's like yeah let's do it and so yeah yeah we're here today and she's awesome you guys are gonna Mm -hmm. love her you're gonna laugh you're gonna be inspired she's great so without further ado Ivy Miller Welcome, guys. We have our guest, Ivy Miller, with us here today. Hello, Ivy. Hi, guys. (laughs) We're so excited for this interview. Yeah, we are so excited. I have been a fan of Ivy for so long. Me and my little sister, we love it so love the videos yeah she's so hilarious and if you guys well we'll say this in the intro too but if you guys don't already follow her you really need to um so Ivy what tell us a little about yourself Tell us everything that you do. Yeah, I know that's because not an open-ended question, but... When we asked her before we started recording, we're like, so what do you do? And she's like, I'm a surfer, I'm a this, I'm a that, so let's just <laughs> give us the give us the lowdown. Okay, I'll, I'll put it in short. Okay. Um, I am a student, first and foremost, mm-hmm. and I do stand-up comedy, and um, I'm also in the sports realm. I grew up surfing competitively and snowboarding competitively, which kind of merged to like surfing and snowboarding commercially. And somehow all that swindled into like hosting sometimes. So it's it's fun. That's yeah, kind of my of life it. currently. When I'm did you it. start? <clears throat> like, did your dad surf? Like, is that a family thing? Yeah, so I was a little brat, and I hated it. My whole family surfs, and I was like, whatever. I don't need to be like you guys at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I would go out, and I'd, like, smack my head on the board, and I'd be like, this sucks. I'm cold. <laughs> and my dad 
was just like would start grounding me and be like well you're either gonna sit in your room where you can go surf and I was like oh my gosh honestly a dream for people who don't live by the beach like oh my gosh but as a brat I was like I'm gonna sit in my room and he was like no you're gonna go surf and so he'd take me out on his like the front of his board and I'd be like um you know like the titanic what's i'd be like rose at the front of the board being like oh i actually love this and so then i started <gasps> serving that's awesome how old were you uh seven. Oh, oh my god, so, so little okay surfing terrifies me so much i'm so terrified of water but i have a friend that moved to hawaii and she was so scared of water and now she thrives like she loves the ocean loves surfing and i'm like i hope that'll be me one day but also i'm so scared i'm, I'm mostly yeah. what are you scared of <clears throat> sharks like the classic sharks kind of but more i'm scared of waves like i'm just not a super strong swimmer yeah so i feel like i would drown well it's probably hard when you don't grow up anybody who doesn't grow up near the ocean because it's such a huge foreign thing to people who like us are from the desert so when we see this like giant thing of water with like huge scary waves it's oh it's so intimidating i don't know but i want to be more comfortable my husband loves like bodyboarding and he's trying to get into surfing and stuff but so i have a question what is the difference between commercial and competitive like surfing and well commercially i okay wait hold on so i get paid to occasionally do like a commercial where i'm either a stunt double or I'm like... Oh, like actual commercials. Yeah, yeah, oh, actual oh, oh, oh. commercials. And then the competitively is like on tour. Oh, so it's, okay. So it's pretty different, Wait, but... that's awesome. It's cool because yeah. I really am not like a competitive person mm-hmm. just by nature. Yeah. You're not a competitive person. No. Really? I just... I don't know. I'm just, just like to have cruising. fun? Cruising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. Growing up, I always competed and it was just not my style and it kind of tainted surfing and snowboarding for me knowing mm-hmm. like you're gonna get judged on how you do in 15 minutes go yeah. and I'm like, oh god i'm so stressed out <laughs> but then i was like wait a second i could do this still get paid still you know yeah. figure it all out and do it in a way that is glamorous yeah, yeah seriously and i was gonna say that sounds like the best option for that that's awesome yeah i it like it seriously so um i know you you were a model or you are a model but you're not with your agency anymore do you like modeling is that something you want to continue doing or yeah yeah no i love okay. it i was actually with my agency mm-hmm. Newmark models and my agent scouted me when i was 18 and i was like a feral beast at like 18 i had dreads and yarn in my hair and braces or might not have had braces anymore, but like a retainer. You oh know, I gosh, had metal I need in my to mouth. See a picture of that. It was it's horrific. So and I was 30 pounds more than I am now and then, or at that moment. And she was like, okay, we're going to need some work here. And I was like, wow, I'm just a natural, cool surfer girl. Yeah. And she's like, well, maybe. But, you know, so she kind of helped me shape that into something, which was really cool because. Um, she's one of my like best friends now, Jules Newmark, and she just took from a feral beast to more of like a surf gypsy vibe. Yeah. yeah. And it was really cool because like I knew what direction I was going, but I was also raised by my brother and his friends, so it was like I wanna be a man. Yeah. yeah. But like maybe not Ivy because you're also a female yeah. that's <laughs> trying to model, so don't yeah. know if that's the direction. But I um it was cool because she kinda shaped me into like, you know, 
embracing my femininity mm-hmm. yeah. and also embracing my sporty side. Yeah. And so it was cool because I was getting like, uh, my first big campaign was with free people and we just went down to Mexico wow. and I literally put on bikinis and then would paddle out and take photos on a wave and then oh go back God. in and change. So yeah, fun. it was so fun. Yeah. I was just like, this is living. Yeah, it's like seriously. combining all your passions. Exactly. It's really, cool. it's really crazy how like, I don't know, I've manifested these wild, like even that, you know, doing a photo shoot on a surfboard is a crazy seriously. concept to me and like looking back and being like, wow, yeah, that's exactly what you wanted without yeah. formulating that. Seriously, all the best parts of everything. Yeah, so um, I was with her for two and a half years or so and it kind of got to the point where I did those cool things like free people and I did a reef campaign, I did a, a few other notable things that I was really stoked on and it's kind of to the point where I know like I'm not going to be in New York Fashion Week I'm five mm-hmm. seven you know and yeah. like I'm pretty you know I'm I'm a curvy girl yeah I'm not stick thin and um so it's to the point where you do so much lifestyle modeling and it's like where are you going to go next mm-hmm. and so yeah. I was thinking about that and I'm like what do I love about modeling well I love like being in these scenarios in these photo shoots and having all these people around and kind of having like a vibe going and Mm -hmm. making people laugh and then I was like okay okay and I really liked the final um, product of a photo shoot like you know you got the hair you got the makeup you got the photographer Mm -hmm. you got the model and all together it makes this and so I liked that whole process and so I was thinking, okay, so what's my next move? How, how, what do I love most about this? And I was like, I love making people laugh. Yeah. And I was like, okay, boom, let's do this. And so then I got into stand-up comedy. And then from there, I was just like, I have no interest in just having people judge me based on my looks. And that became really relevant. And Jules completely understood. She was just like, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, that's not you. Yeah. And you thrive off of, like, communication with people. And so we kind of came to an agreement where I was like, okay, I love you, but I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hell yes. Yeah, yeah no, that's Go so good. Okay, yeah, I have awesome. so many questions about stand-up comedy. I know. So what age were you when you decided to do stand-up comedy then? Um, well, officially... Um, I'd say like 18 and a half, 19, but like, I have always been at the dinner parties on top of the table being like, hey, <laughs> so I, you know, I would, I wouldn't consider that standup comedy, but it was definitely entertaining for the masses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably for your whole life. Yeah. 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 That nothing scares me more than like getting up. Because we've even talked about, like, what if we ever go on tour and we have to do a live show? And we're like, that sounds horrifying <laughs> to like, get up and talk. I don't even know. Well, to be fair, the the bright lights are in your face so extremely that you don't see the audience. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, we were dancers in high school. I feel like we can kind of relate. Like, you yeah. can't even see the people in the audience because yeah, yeah, that's the true. lights are exactly. so bright. Same thing. True. But, um... <clears throat> well, and I used to sing like and perform all the time in front, and no, I do you remember. You girls that. are like, oh, we would never. No, it's no, like, no. But... Actually, we used to. <laughs> no, no, just <laughs> like, not being funny. Enough. Yeah, no, that's the thing is not being funny and singing, and then you're done. But that's the trick, is when people reach for jokes, that's when it's not funny. It's like it's pretty much like glorified storytelling. 
Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So in in my, I like to think that my humor is like, I can say my entire 15 minute um, bit and not have a laugh and be completely comfortable with it. Really? Okay. I was going to ask you that. Have you ever said anything and oh, yeah. no one laughs and like, what do you feel like? Oh, it's horrible. Crap. It's <gasps> terrifying. Yeah. I was going to oh, ask if no. you had a most embarrassing moment that's, that sticks out to you in your mind. Yeah. From when you're being, from when you're on stage. Yeah. So I, um, I was at the comedy store and it was like, I forget what they call it, but it was one of those nights where you like put your name on in a hat pretty much. And they like pick you out. And of course I was first up and I was like comedy store too, which was like pretty intimidating at the time. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I got this. And I like, didn't even think about it. And I also had like these comedians with me that were like big dogging. You know, they were just like, they've done this before. They were sauced mm-hmm. or like not like drunk, but because that's a term in Encinitas, but like <laughs> sauced up like they 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 had the whatever, you know, they just knew. Yeah, they just they already knew. And I was just like, oh, yeah, totally. I know, too. But <laughs> I didn't. And um, they're like, Ivy Miller, like first up and I go up and the whole entire audience is African-American. And like I was like gulp because, you know, what they say is like if you if if black people think you're funny, you're funny. Yeah. But if they don't, then you're not. <laughs> and so that's like the telltale. The moment of And truth. I was like, and all that started rushing through my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. And I probably put too much emphasis on it. And it really, like, it's not that big of a deal. But like, you know, I wanted to be cool. And, <laughs> and so I'm going up there with my jokes. And I definitely tried to, it was just bad because I was like trying to, I don't know. I just separate. Ah, gosh. It- like you felt like you were trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, hey, guys, like, you know, you know me, like, the- I was like, oh, uh, I'm just like every blonde girl, you know, a model. And there just didn't laugh. And I was like, I started breathing into the mic like, oh, uh, yes, oh. it's just like I dug myself into a hole. Yeah. And like at that point, the audience wants you to laugh. I mean, sorry, the audience wants to laugh. Right. And they want you to do well. But I was just like, I'm just up here by myself. Yeah. And like it was crickets and I just, you know, and then the guy, the the guy after me that was hosting it like went up and was like, Comedy's hard. And I was like, (gasps) You're a dick. Come on. I tried my hardest. Seriously. But yeah, no. And and to be fair, Rude. like everybody that came up to me after was like, hey, like we liked your skit. And I was like, well, I blacked out like that yeah. whole scenario. You're like, I went right over my head. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to flush that down the toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am dead thinking about that scenario. Oh, so funny. I would die. I would just run off stage. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> did you take so any funny. improv comedy classes? Yeah. Oh, so I've been taking improv since I was like eight years old, and I'm also in improv at Groundlings right now. Oh, okay. And I love it. I would say that is my passion. Cool. Like my biggest, like that gets my heart pumping and my blood flowing and my brain pulsing, and I'm just like, yes, these are my people. Yeah. Like just making up nothing out of thin air and pretending, like adult pretend, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that I love so improv comedy shows. Like I. That was my first one date every with my husband was an improv comedy show and it was so great funny. first date. Yeah. It was so good. Great because you're both day. just laughing. Like I love when my cheeks hurt so bad mm-hmm. from laughing at those God, things. it's the best. It's like the happiest you can be. Seriously. So how do you go in? Because 
again, stand-up comedy just blows my mind because you write before. Do you write all of your jokes beforehand? Oh, yeah. And then you just memorize it and... Yeah, so that's something I had to figure out because people, like, comics aren't straight up about that, which is weird to me. Like, like, okay, weird. But everybody's got their own Mm -hmm. system. And, but I feel it looks best and, like, I've learned from other comics that, like, yeah, you write down your jokes, you write down your um, categories, right? And so I've got, like, my, you know, I've got lifeguarding, I've got my dad, I've got these topics I know to hit on. Mm -hmm. And then how I do it is, like, I walk into a place and I look at the audience and then I'm like okay these type of people are older so maybe I'll pull up my dad jokes and play the whole like Mm -hmm. I'm just a 22 year old girl just living my life like a crazy person then they relate to my dad's side of it or if it's like people our age then I'm like okay I can hit on my Instagram jokes yeah yeah yeah. whereas like I've done my Instagram jokes in front of my grandpa and my dad and they're like you know it's just not funny and i'm like yes it is i'm like it is you guys just don't know yeah you don't get it and so funny so yeah it's kind of interesting and like of course you do improv like if you're killing it you're a lot more comfortable up there and you have room to kind of roam and you can see the audience's sense of humor Mm -hmm. and so you can really play into it yeah that makes sense i was gonna say because it looks like some like stand-up comedians like play off of even things that the audience do and that even is like wow that's pretty clever they just come up with that on the spot yeah i heard i think it was like on america's got talent but it was like a comedian or like you can tell a comedian by not even their act but like afterwards like how they interact with people and just like they just come up with witty things like like it's not that they can write jokes that they just like oh it's the aftermath yeah it's like when afterwards when they are just interacting with people or fans still making people laugh yeah um, I wanted to ask you how it is being a girl in that industry. Do you feel like... I don't know. It's it's all right. It's easy. It's... it's it, yeah. I mean, I try not to even think about that. Yeah. Because once you start thinking about that, then it's like you, you're, you're either victimizing yourself mm-hmm, or like, totally. you know, just ignore it. Of course, there's always going to be those internet trolls, but those guys yeah seriously Seriously. like girls aren't funny okay right yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know but i mean do you feel like people when you go places and do stand comedy at clubs do you feel like people treat you differently or not really at all um i mean you probably wouldn't know the difference because i try to just not even look at it because if i'm looking at it then i'm putting my energy somewhere else yeah i have had like you know fellow comedians want to help me with stuff and then they found out like I had a boyfriend at the time, and they, like, stopped helping me, and I was like, okay, cool. Oh, my gosh. That's so that's annoying. Lame. Yeah, that's lame. But, like, besides that, it's pretty fair game, and yeah. I feel like I feel like the comedian guys have a lot of respect for the females, mm-hmm. for sure. But that's I think good. the audience, sometimes there's that rogue, like... Oh, it's a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The rogue guy that's, like, just this random sextus that you're yeah. like, okay, where'd yeah. you come from? The 1800s? Yeah, literally. Seriously. Where did you grow up? Yeah. No, that's, that's dumb. That's good that you don't really pay attention to it, because I feel like, yeah, it would be easy to victimize yourself if you... Yeah, I mean, I feel but... with anything, you can find an issue and stuff. Totally. Where do you get your inspiration for writing jokes? Everywhere. Or even, even like your sketches and like the characters that you do and stuff. Like where do you find the inspiration? Um, it's funny you say that, but literally everywhere. 
And it's typically in those people that, like, either annoy you or, like, you're, like, gritting your teeth listening or talking to them. Those are the best people. Mm. I love it. It's so good. And then, like, Groundlings, too, they're teaching you. It's I love that place because they teach you, like, how to just observe people. And yeah. it's and I've been doing that since I was, like, a kid. But now it's, like, I can really dig into it. And they tell you, like really what to watch instead of like what their interests are it's Mm -hmm. more of their point of view and I have always said like you know how people ask the question what would your superpower be what yeah and and mine would be the Danny Phantom one do you guys remember Danny Phantom I don't know if I ever watched Danny Phantom it it was terrible it wasn't good (laughs) but the concept was is he could jump into people and like pretty much possess their body and do things as them so I've always thought that growing up because I'm so bad at like remaining attentive in school Mm -hmm. and so I'd always be there in classroom daydreaming thinking like and I've noticed this because over the years and I'm still in school but this was like the one thing that got me through it was thinking like okay if I could jump into the popular girl's body or Mm -hmm. the professor's body or that nerd over there's body and ask this question or just be the professor and just start you know lay on the floor and act like a fish I don't know (laughs) but like what would make this situation the most awkward situation as possible I feel like that just lights my skin on fire I don't know what it is because like my best friend I just did the podcast with recently Mm -hmm. she was like you get off on making people feel awkward and I didn't realize it until she said that but I love it I just love seeing how far I can take it really that's so funny that is so funny well that makes you a perfect perfect for being a comedian i know because yes. also for stand-up comedy if, if the audience starts feeling awkward then it probably fuels you and yeah that's better exactly and that's what happens is like even in the beginning if i'm struggling a bit i'm like okay you guys want to work with me here and yeah. then i just make it super awkward until someone breaks and then i'm like yes yeah that's so funny <laughs> oh okay so how do you feel like you balance everything that you do because you do you wear a lot of different hats so mm. yeah I'm still figuring that out myself. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I, I tell myself, like, when I'm super stressed out to just take it a day at a time. Because that's usually how it goes. Like, it's hard for me to plan stuff. Like, when you guys reached out and were like, okay, a month in advance, I was like, this is smart. This yeah. is smart. <laughs> and planning my life a month in advance. Okay. But for the most part, it's kind of like bi-week. Yeah. And I kind of just got to do that because if I try to plan more than that, it gets really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you can do less if you plan ahead than when you just like go day by day? Then you well, I'm just like if I plan ahead, I'm just flaky. Yeah, like I have to admit it. I like because other things will come up that I prioritize. Like I feel like I'm really good at prioritizing, at least like my life. Mm -hmm. I can be selfish, you know. Mm -hmm. But like that's what you got to do in your 20s. Yeah, gotta be yeah. selfish do yeah. you girlfriend that's right so that's what I have to do and I feel bad like I'm just trying to jump ahead of my bailing on people by you know mm-hmm. not <laughs> making plans yeah honestly <laughs> we were just talking about that we're like if you know you're a flaky person you should probably just be like you know what I'm not gonna promise that I'm gonna be there instead of being like, yeah let's totally do it that would be awesome yeah 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 see yeah. that's I feel like I'm good at that like I'm good if I commit to something I'll be there yeah but I'm also honest about myself, and I'm like, I'm, if I'm not going to be there, you'll get like, a, oh, totally. We'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From me. 
Yeah, not like that's an the key word. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see yeah. how if I'm busy. Hopefully, or... you don't, you're not listening to this, and I do that to you. Yeah, in the you're like, oh, that's why I've never <laughs> hung out with her. Hmm. Yeah, oops, that makes it Well, hey, through. you came to this, and it was a month early. Yay. So yeah, put it Make in my calendar. <laughs> do you consider yourself an organized person or an unorganized person? I consider myself organizedly messy. Okay, like, I can understand like that. Like, I'm clean, can't stand dirt, like, that grosses me out, you know? Mm-hmm. But organization-wise, um, I I like to keep things organized. And the older I get, I'm trying to be more organized, mm-hmm. especially because my schedule is getting more and more busy. I've noticed i got to be an adult about things. No, as you get older, it's crazy, because me and Chelsea, our rooms in high school were... Disasters. So scary. And now, I mean, I'm still not the most organized person but you just kind of have to when you get yeah. older yeah. it's like you realize you can't live your life as a disaster you're like yeah. totally. i actually have to if your house is a mess you can't get anything else done exactly and living in a van oh it's yeah a bit harder let's yeah, talk about that to talk about okay we just saw a photo of it and it looks so i just saying it looks so spacious and fun it is i can i can stretch i can do somersaults <laughs> where did you get the van <gasps> two the queen beds things. Two you, queen two? beds, boom, baby. Oh, yeah, wow. like next to next each other. I can entertain a couple, <laughs> 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 or just me and my dog. He can go upstairs. Oh, what kind of dog do you have? Uh, my little golden retriever. He's actually huge. Oh my gosh, I love. I was just saying, if I got another dog, I would get a golden retriever. Yeah, they're the best. He's a sweet little guy. So um, does he live in the van with you? Sometimes, Aww. but for the most part, he's with my parents. Oh, okay. Just because gotcha. he's so big and hairy. So how long have you been living in the van? Um, Does it have a name or something? Um, I'm, I've been toying with the names. It's yeah. not. It's it's kind of a new thing because I did have another van. This one's new. I got it in South Dakota. It only has sixty thousand miles, and it's a, a 1985. So I feel oh like I gosh. locked out. But did you just find it online? Yeah, Craigslist. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, the place to be. Yeah, seriously. And this guy kept it in a garage for like 35 years. So I'm like, okay. Oh so my great. gosh. But, um, Did you go with someone to go get it? Yeah. Okay. Well, with my parents, you know, I don't know what to ask. That's always yeah. the mm-hmm. scariest thing. Like, how's this engine? Yeah. <laughs> Is this car good? <laughs> with those wrench bolts look <laughs> tight. <laughs> He's like, yeah. But yeah. I need to get more uh, knowledgeable about mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Yeah. I'll yeah, admit that. Cars. <laughs> so when did you get it? Sorry, did you already say that? Um, I got it about three months ago. Oh, okay, oh, so this cool. Is recent. Yeah, yeah, and we're just I'm just like putting on the final touches and everything, and I'm I think like Seymour. I think I think he looks like a Seymour. Seymour, that's that's cute. a good name. Yeah. Wait, did you kind of renovate the inside or? No, it no? is mint. Mint condition. Wow! Wow! I, yeah. You really did look out. I really did. That's awesome. Lots of research. I'm still. Things. I'm still thinking about the the queen beds. They're next to each other. No, no, no. So, so there's a there's one on the the bottom. Yeah. And then the top pops up. Okay. Okay. Oh. So I got that loft life. Yeah. So what else is in the van? So you have a bed. I got a bed. I got a stove. I got a sink. I got a fridge. Wait, wait, fridge. wait. Why am I thinking of like a Volkswagen? Is it? Yeah, it's a Volkswagen. They have stoves in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I was thinking it was, like, literally just, like, a space to, like, sleep. And the best part is there's so many little compartments. That's nice. It's awesome. I've got a closet. There's a full-length mirror that pops out. There's, you know, there's so many little nooks. It's great. That's awesome. You were saying you pay utilities at a house so that you can shower and stuff like that. Yeah. And they have, like, so up in Santa Barbara, that's where I go to school, 
and um, I, I, I'll pay utilities and um, yeah, utilities, water, all that stuff. So I can use the washer dryer, go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. shower. Yeah, I even stuff. use their fridge space, which is great. Yeah, and I help them with chores. So we've got this thing, and they also have like this long driveway, so it's like safe, you know, because my dad. It's like having a heart attack that I'm doing this. Yeah, I can imagine. I was going to say, how do your parents feel about that? Um, Well, my dad did it when he was like 17, 18, 19, 20. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Growing up, I was always like, Dad, you're so cool. Wow. He had two of these exact identical buses. And now, like, once it became time for me to do it, he was like, well, the deal was I had to get my black belt in taekwondo. And Wait, so you also are a black belt? I'm black belt in Taekwondo. Oh my which... gosh. <laughs> How long did that take? It took like three, four years. But so That's I got that. Sick. And then my dad was like, oh, shoot. Well, she actually did it. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for the van life. And he's like, yeah, yeah but still not a chance. And I was like, what? Wait, yeah. but we had this deal. And and so then now um, I've been doing so much persuading that we've kind of come to a conclusion now where it's like, okay, I'm not going to pay rent yeah. for 1500 bucks a month money i'm never gonna see again mm-hmm. or i can live in my van and live out a lifelong dream seriously and then when you're done with it you can sell it or right? keep it for your kids yeah that's true exactly. oh my gosh that's awesome <laughs> so are you a minimalist then because you kind of have to be yeah yeah it's pretty funny like all my girlfriends up at school make fun of me because i've got like two pairs of pants and three t-shirts it's kind of nice that's honestly though. the way to live it's really great yeah And yeah, it makes picking out clothes easy. Like I already know what it's going to look like on my body. Yeah, I was going to say, we've talked about this book a million times. Have you ever read the book, The Magic of Tidying Up or The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up? Uh Uh-uh. It's about minimalism and whatnot. But she was saying when you have, when you get rid of all the clothes that you have that you think are cute, but you never wear, but you just keep them in your closet. When you get dressed, you never go out and you're like, oh, I actually hate how I look in this. Like, Mm. I never, like, I, I know why I don't wear this shirt anymore because yeah. I don't like it. Totally. But when you have, like, only three shirts that you know you love, two pants, Confidence. you love your outfit every day. Exactly. That's awesome. That's true. I have you ever seen, like, the tiny home? This is what it reminds me of, like, the tiny home thing on Netflix. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? Where you're, like, Super everything like comes down and turns into, yes. like, a table, turns into a dresser. Oh, turns yeah. Into a, so it's amazing. Awesome. I even have, I have two separate studying tables. So if I want to have oh a friend God. over and we can do paperwork. <laughs> Come study in my van. I, we can do that. It's that's great. Awesome. That's so fun. What is your major? Um, anthropology. Oh, wow. That's cool. Study of human. I thought that was just a store. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the classic like California girl they're like what Chelsea used to work at anthropology I fun did. fact oh. um, year and a half oh. wait no just a year maybe but. I can get a job there too after yeah yeah perfect maybe yeah, you you're like tell I... that in your interview <gasps> you guys I have a major in it <laughs> this has been my lifelong dream I went to college to work here and they're like are you kidding <laughs> that is so funny okay jumping back wait did we discuss that you're from Encinitas on the podcast. I don't think we did. I don't think we did no. discuss that. I'm from Encinitas, California. It was my run to know. Do you love it and want to, like, go back there and live there for the rest of your life? Mm, yeah, um, no. Really? Yeah. I love it there. I do. But um, I feel like a lot of people have home pride. And I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that place. But it is becoming very busy. And I feel like yeah. I'm really good at not being too attached to things. And 
I don't know. That place is having its own, like, kind of, it's got its own thing, and the people there are great. But I feel more attached to places that I can surf and, like, without a uh, wetsuit. Like Like Hawaii? Mm. Yeah, kind of like Hawaii. I love Mexico. I love Puerto Rico. has a place in my heart. Just, like, the simplicity of it Mm -hmm. and, like, how they've got culture there makes me really happy. Yeah. kind of bothers me how we don't have culture too much in America. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's like we almost have too many that have come together to create none. Yeah, and so now that we do have these cultures and now people are, like, nitpicking them, like – And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like Mm -hmm. even Thanksgiving, you know, that's our big culture thing. Like Mm -hmm. we sit at a table and have these meals and and now it's like, but why? And then we're like, oh gosh, because we slaughtered a bunch of people. True, dear. No, that's why. Yeah. So now like Columbus Day, we're like, when are we going to get rid of this? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like we're slowly getting rid of our holidays because we're like. Realizing what they were built off of. And so now it's like, oh, what's our you know nation's meal a hamburger come on yeah seriously though so what do you have a dream place that you'd love to live um I don't know I want to do more exploring in Latin America because I have like this huge like I just I find everything about the Latin culture so sexy and interesting and sexy that's a good word for it it's just so amazing and every per like every person I meet from there all the music from there all the food from there I'm just like oh take me (laughs) I'm not a Latina on the outside, but I yeah. am in my heart. <laughs> so, so somewhere funny. over there, I think. Yeah. I don't know yet. Stand by. Have you traveled quite a bit for all the different things that you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've definitely traveled a bit. I've, I have some special places where I like want to buy a house and, yeah. but I still want to like explore. Yeah. yeah. Traveling oh, yeah. is the best. Mm. Um, okay. I have a question for you. That's kind of out of the blue but do you believe in soulmates define soulmate i don't know (laughs) i mean like that there's one person out there one person for you like you're destined to be with one person yeah i believe that yeah but yeah i believe that it freaks me out a bit to think about yeah but there's so many people in the world that it's like that's just crazy we've talked about this briefly I've always said that I believe that – wait, what was I saying? Because now I forgot what I had said before. But I feel like I believe that there – that you have a soulmate, but also that you could be with someone else and it would – and make it work. But maybe – because for me, but it's maybe like – maybe there's I've, that one person yeah. that it would be, like, magic with. Because I always feel like my husband is, like, my person. I'm like, no, this is just, like, my person. But then I'm like – I wonder if I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I know, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've dated other people, but it's so interesting to think that there's literally just one human being that you yeah. like, match perfectly with. I don't know if I believe like that there's Like, you're a perfect match. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, to think it is about. mind-blowing. I don't know. I like to think that there was, like, past lives and yeah. you, like, had some kind of adventure or relationship with somebody back in the day and then you reconvened yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. maybe like you and your husband had some kind of interesting relationship beforehand and so that's what's making your great chemistry today yeah. and oh weird that reminds me of like Westworld yeah yeah sure. I don't know yeah. I just I love like thinking about those yeah. things Are I don't you know a romantic um hopeless romantic it depends what the right person I think I yeah. could be but I'm also like 
I get grossed out pretty easily. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can kind of relate <laughs> yeah. because I feel like I'm a, a hopeless romantic in life. Like everything's, I just want everything to be totally. romantic and oh, dreamy. Totally. But at the same time, I, when I date people, I'm like, no PDA. Like, yeah. And no, no, no. If they're too mushy gushy, I'm like, oh, this is turning me off. Like I can't, can't. But hold on. I do believe in like kissing a person and having so much fireworks with them that mm-hmm. nothing else is around you in the room so there's that but yeah. then also like i don't know have you guys heard of the term wet boy i don't no. like it all right <laughs> probably not because i made it up <laughs> so what a wet boy is is um oh gosh it grosses me out just thinking of it but like you know that type of person and like they're so sweet i feel so bad but like the type of person that just doesn't get a hint Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, are you Oh, you look like you're feeling a bit sick. Can I get you your favorite soup? Oh, yeah. can I hold your head in this perfect position? Oh, you're so sweet." You know, they answer every call. They replied 5 yeah. times to every text and you're like, "Okay, let's pump the brakes a bit." Mhm. Oh yeah. And you might like give them like a, you know, you might ignore them a few times, but then Mm -hmm. they come back and they're just like, ah, so that grosses me out like too much. Or like if you're, if you're able to go above and beyond, I feel like such a dick saying this. No, I, I get what you're saying. Why is it called wet boy? I don't know. Just because they're little weenies. (laughs) 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 Oh my Well, actually we were just. Uh, we had a we just recorded an episode about worst dates and embarrassing dates, oh. and we were talking about people who like I the kind of boys I'm picturing are the people who like let me play a song for you and they like bring their guitar out and they're like not a good Dude, singer but they're like singing exactly. about your relationship and you're like no, exactly. no 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 exactly no. <laughs> yes there is a photo of that person in the in my dictionary definition. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had that happen three times. Yeah, do you oh have a gosh. worst date you can tell us about or most? just oh. <laughs> yes but depends um i'll tell this one fast there was this one where i invited this guy to this party where i was trying to work for this client and so i was trying on bikinis this is when i was modeling and i it was like with a bunch of surfers so i'd grown up with these people they're also like you know pro surfers and everything so they're in the industry which is like come on let's be cool we're all cool here um, and I turn away for one second and I'm like putting on this bikini. So I'm in a bikini mm-hmm. in front of the owners of this brand. And I hear the music turned down and I hear, Ivy, this one's for you. And I'm like, no. And my heart just sinks and I look over and this guy has a guitar in his hand. No, 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 no. no. And everyone's like, like accepting of it they're looking at him like okay like let's see what this guy pulls out oh and there are other people around it's not oh it's a party there's everyone around it's like shoulder to shoulder <gasps> and i'm just like oh please you're like who's ivy oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly and he starts singing part-time model and i'm just like oh no you oh, know like from flight of the concords and it's like i forget how it goes but it's like definitely like sound like that kind of vibe and it's like really cringy so anyways um i completely forgot that took it out of my brain threw it on the floor flushed oh down the toilet gosh. and was like that didn't happen then like I was say, he a good singer no and a oh. year ago a year ago this guy comes up to me goes ivy ivy remember me i'm whatever his name was i'm so-and-so 
and I was like, honestly, I don't. And he goes, no, you were at the party and, and your like boyfriend or whatever. I was like, not my boyfriend played yeah. that song for you. And I was like, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, that <laughs> happened. So like, that, that wasn't gosh. a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. That was real. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's nothing Please tell me that was not a first date. No, it was like a few dates in. Oh. But there were some girls who would say stuff like that, like, my boyfriend of six months, or even longer, like, did this shocking thing, like, played this song from Beauty and the Beast, oh, like, God. and I'm like, okay, were there no signs leading up to that point that he was yeah, a know, little off? A little off. <laughs> that he was a wet boy? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we wanted to ask you, who is your favorite comedian or actor or someone that you look up to in this space? Favorite comedian? Um... I really love Bill Burr, and I really love Theo Vaughn. We're literally not familiar with like Bill Burr sounds comedian. So Bill Burr familiar. is like this ginger, like forty-something-year-old man who's just so bitter about life, but has such an accurate depiction of it. And but he's not bitter about life. He's just God. He's just hilarious. And then Theo Vaughn is just this hillbilly, delicious man who <laughs> it, he has a mullet and he's just I don't know. He's just so authentic that everything's really funny. Like he's like on his own planet. Mm-hmm. So I think those are my faves right now. I think. Do you have a favorite actor or actress? Um, I don't know if I do. I don't I mean, think I do either. Actually, oh, yes, yeah. I do. I do. Um, oh, Fred I Armensen, SNL, two thousand and like four. He's anyways. Bill Hadar. Those oh, guys. Oh, I do love him. Yeah, Fred's like his right hand hand man. Was he on SNL? Yeah. Oh my god. He's like the short feminine one. You can. Oh oh oh! He's like in everything. Yeah yeah. Okay everything. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I know who he is. I just don't know names. I know yeah. if I saw pictures, yeah. I'd probably know all of them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, I do love him. But too. like, just imagine being on a set or like getting to work with them. You know, like yeah. it's not even work; it's just fun. Yeah. That would be amazing. He is honestly one of my favorite SNL people. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Classics. Um. Yeah, I was like, wait, did I just say the person that you were talking about before? But Bill Hadar and Bill. Right. Yeah. Oh, Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. What is, I guess, like looking into the future, what is your dream? Like, do you want to be an actress? Do you want to be just like have like just a comedian? Um, I don't know. So it's interesting to think about well, that. Well, not because just. I hate people. Just this. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because like thinking of what I've manifested so far and what's come to fruition in my life mm-hmm. has been so oddly specific that I couldn't even like the free people thing, like getting to surf in free people outfits and take photos while surfing that's just so I would have never guessed that you know and then like with getting to do interviews for Red Bull at um the U.S. Open and the Los Cabos Open and like interview some of my favorite athletes I've Mm -hmm. looked up to my whole life and like make like comedian side of it that's just so oddly specific to me yeah that I'm like wow yeah perfect fit that's exactly what I love. So I don't know. I, yeah. I'd like to just see the universe kind of stack up a lot, like its career for me. But yeah. I like love the concept. I think I spoke about this earlier of um, working on something, 
you know, the hair, makeup, all those things and ha having a final product. Mm -hmm. That's why I really think like maybe one day it'd be super interesting to be in um, movies or some mm -hmm. like something like that where um, you just have such a solid group like the Bill Hadar, Kristen Wiig, mm -hmm. Fred Armisen, that whole squad of people like getting into a squad of that. Because if you've noticed like Zach Galifianakis, all those guys, they're they're all in each other's movies. Like yeah. they're just friends, mm -hmm. you know, like Paul Rudd uh yeah amy um the blonde schumer no the, oh. the other one amy polar polar yeah they're all they're all in each other's movies mm -hmm. and it just seems like a fun little neighborhood at yeah. that point you know it's not even work it's work, just they're yeah. like hey you want to be in my movie yeah. sweet well i'm gonna produce one next year you want to be in that one yeah yeah you know like that would just be so cool and writing i've been doing a lot of writing so i think that that would have a good um I don't know, view into maybe a future career. Yeah. Would you ever want to work at SNL? Totally, of course. I can definitely see you on SNL. I would love for that. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, I'll talk to my people as if I have to. Yeah. So we'll make that happen for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I feel like that's every comedian's dream, but yeah. I definitely want to write more. Like, I've been writing a lot of sketches and stuff, and I have Final Draft, and I just learned how to use that, and I'm loving it. Like, mm -hmm. just seeing something in your brain and completely creating a world around it is, there's something so special about yeah. it. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I love hearing about this stuff. Okay, you mentioned Groundlings. Is mm -hmm. that what it's called? Yeah. Is that a school? Or what, like, yeah. what is that? Well, it's, it's kind, it's a school. It's an academy, okay. and it's improv. It's, like, purely improv. They have, like, sketch writing courses, and I've taken those, but it's mainly improv, and it's interesting because there's UCB, too, Upright Citizens Brigade, and I did both of those, and Groundlings is interesting because Groundlings is super, super character-based, and that's where Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, oh, wow. those people came from. If cool. And you can see in their acting that they are very character-based um, comedians. Mm -hmm. Like, everything is a point of view. And I really, really associate with that. And so it's just like going into that school when I have class, I'm just like, my people! Seriously. That's so fun. I love it. It's so cool. What so. is, give us like one tip on improv that you've learned that you've like felt is the most valuable to you. Um, Creating a history with someone hmm. like when you're ex expound on that so if so I were, we can use if, it <laughs> if, if we were to be here right and mm -hmm. i would be like martha it has been ages since i've tried your chocolate pudding can you please make it for me and lucille again <laughs> we have been dying haven't we lucille of course <laughs> it's, it's been a world of a difference without your chocolate pudding. I'm crying. You know, I, okay, so, I understand sense. that. So you, yeah. you, at that point, you've already, I've like, I've established that, you know, we're mm -hmm. three ladies. We're, we've obviously been friends for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And you make a killer chocolate pudding. Yeah. And we die for it. So there's like, there's already a little sense. something instead okay. of just being like, I love the way you make your hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are you talking so about? So the more history okay, and that. more specificity that mm -hmm. word it makes it more interesting yeah oh completely that's so cool that makes sense hmm i need to take an improv class yeah it's seriously. so fun you guys i recommend it for everyone i actually fully fully think that that should be a class that kids have to take in school 
Oh, for I sure. I bet. It would help them like socially. It's such a good social Tons. skill. We've actually talked about we should take like an improv or totally. like some kind of class to learn how to be better so interviewers yeah. too. Yeah. Do it. 100%. Yeah. So, okay. So when fun. you take a class, when you take an improv class, do you have to, like, how does it go? Do you have to literally get up in front of everyone and do? Oh yeah. You got to just get raw. You got to just put your ego on the floor and stomp on it. <laughs> it's it's horrifying like Mm -hmm. they make us get up and like we we always start by being like okay channel this and you're walking around they're like imagine you're the type of guy that has like unwrapped candies in your pocket and so you walk around acting like that person however you interpret that person Mm -hmm. but you got to be 100 percent and it's horrible Mm, because just thinking about this yeah it's so fun (laughs) but it's also like everyone's got to do it because imagine mm-hmm. like there's the one person that's like oh my gosh look at them acting a fool and it's mm-hmm. like you got you're a fool yeah you yeah. gotta just accept it yeah and have fun that's just what it is yeah um okay well, your skate mom yeah sketches or i mean our character Killer. yeah is so funny so how did you Thank come up you. with that do you like know someone or no just- it's funny because i was there in portugal and there was a skate park and i was having a beer with some friends and I'm watching these moms that are just dressed to the nines they're so gorgeous beautiful moms you know but they've been waiting their whole life for this to sit by Mm -hmm. the skate park and cheer on their son and I was like oh yes I just know it too because I've grown up around athletes athlete moms I've grown up at competitions Mm -hmm. and it's like I know what these moms are like and I've also been friends with moms like this. Mm-hmm. And I will be a mom <laughs> like that. 100%. I'm going to be creeping on the little kids for sure. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be like, oh, little Bronson's going to be very cute when he's older. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can come make brownies at my place. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> um, but no, it's, I don't know. I just associate it. I feel like I associate with my characters that I make so much and, mm-hmm. and the really successful ones are ones that are inside of me. Yeah. Like yeah. I've got experience. Yeah. That. Like I've got this one character, Angelica, who just like, she doesn't like leaving the house and she is just such a little creep. And I feel <laughs> like I am, you know, I'm good with people. But there's a side of me that doesn't want to leave the house and that wants to creep people out. And so I'm able to channel like that really easily. Yeah. So it's just kind of it's about being observant of Mm -hmm. yourself and people around you. And being okay with those parts of yourself that like maybe aren't acceptable, quote unquote. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, you know what? That's when I started like really gaining traction on my com comedy is when I like just accepted my flaws and started Mm -hmm. to make fun of them yeah because like in the beginning I was so self-conscious about like surfing and snowboarding because um you know people I grew up with that are on tour now you know a lot of them it's hard to say you're a professional surfer you're a professional snowboarder when you're not competing all the time because Mm -hmm. you know those people work so hard and it's amazing and it's a completely different lifestyle but to be fair, you're both getting paid. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot where I was going with this. I always do this. <laughs> just blanks. That's a good point. Just blanks. Um, but anyways, I just, oh, so I was really self-conscious of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just really self-conscious of being like, okay, well, I am a server, but I also don't want to step on your guys' feet because I've had a lot of trolls be like, she's not even a server. She just stands on the beach with her board. Oh, 
calm down. And so I've always been like, maybe I do. Yeah, maybe I am a poser. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe I am a poser. But until I was like, I am a poser. (laughs) And then people were like, yeah, you are. And I was like, yeah, I am. But like, you know, I know in my heart I can surf and snowboard. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, well, once you kind of attack yourself nobody can attack you anymore and not attack but like make yeah. fun of yourself and nobody... if you do it first then it's almost like you're all a team yeah exactly <laughs> so that was a big breakthrough for me yeah i've had to learn that because i have four brothers yes so. <laughs> exactly if i don't do it someone else will mm-hmm. so i'm like okay let's just make sure i they know that i know this about Bingo. myself before yeah. <laughs> that's so funny okay if you had to make one rule that everybody in the world had to follow what would it be um you're not allowed to judge anyone that's That's a good one that's real good yeah jc what would your role be (laughs) don't put me on the spot um hmm (laughs) my mind's completely blank awesome like be nice i know it's hard because you just want to be like be kind but um no sometimes you gotta be a dick yeah it's true (laughs) <laughs> um as long as you're not judging people while you're doing it yeah honestly that's such a good one yeah what do you, what is your role you have it all planned out i'm like yes i have like a presentation on it powerpoint um, production yeah i should probably think of the answers to these before i ask them. <laughs> no, we like, haven't taken on. improv classes so <laughs> yeah. we don't know the answer <laughs> i guess this is the same i was gonna say like just accept be accepting yeah yeah and of yourself too mm-hmm. totally of yourself and others yeah um i was just in hawaii with people who actually grew up in california but the girl was saying like i have to marry a surfer because like she surfs and stuff like that yeah and she anyway she was just saying like that is a necessity it's not just like oh that'd be fun if yeah. you did but i was gonna ask you if you feel the same way because you've grown up around the water and doing that are you like that needs to be a thing otherwise yeah. he wouldn't get me this is really funny because me and one of my like close girlfriends were talking about this last night oh really so it's tough right because it's so true once you surf or snowboard or skate whatever it is i feel like at least this culture you can't have a guy that's worse than you and that makes it really hard when mm-hmm. you do all three so here i am here um, I am, oh, a pro. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw my latest video, but like I totally just went balls the wall pro ho. And that was like, like I said, all of my characters have a little bit of me in them. Mm-hmm. And like, I hate to say it, but I, I just, it's, I can't imagine dating somebody that's worse than me in one of those. Like you mm-hmm. gotta be better than me in at least one of those. Yeah. You know? And like, it really it's hard because you know my ex-boyfriends have been like pro snowboarder and you know mm-hmm. like I, I definitely had like that track of it but um I don't know I just want to see something inspiring and to me mm-hmm. that's inspiring right yeah and I just want somebody to be better than me because yeah. that's hot <laughs> yeah no yeah. it's true no it like, is I don't want to be like come on babe let's go down the mountain or come on like yeah. it's not that scary out there come on charge you especially know especially when you've yeah. grown up that way yeah they're just, they're just like sitting reading out they're like go ivy on the beach <laughs> yeah like, that's book. like you with like sunblock on his face they're like that's a wet boy yeah. that is a wet boy <laughs> i hate that but i love it i always thought time. that too because well like I've been a photographer and done film and stuff for years and um I dated lots of people who had no interest in it and stuff but my husband's like very creative and artistic and stuff and 
I always think that. I'm like, how I could have never married those other guys who like don't get me in that regard. Like I would mm-hmm. say something, you know, about this film. Oh, this is so cool, and they'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, no, you do not understand me. Yeah, at all. you don't like, get it. You do not get it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, your passions don't always have to be completely. No, that, same, but that's what I've had to recognize and and uh, modify because I do so many things that it's tough like I know I'm not gonna find someone that does all these things Mm -hmm. and if I am holy smokes please contact me yeah (laughs) yeah email me immediately yeah that'd be great but I just like I don't know the chances are slim Mm -hmm. so I've been like okay we got to be accepting of it but you just you got to be better at me than in one of those things yeah I think that's fair yeah Yeah. I think that's fair and also if if they did none of those things I don't feel like you'd be super compatible anyway yeah that's Mm -hmm. such a big part of yeah yeah it's what I do like with my last relationship it was tough because all I wanted to do in my free time was go surf somewhere where I can just be naked in a bikini and just surf all day and get mm-hmm. sunburned and I love that that's my life I'm yeah. gonna be brown and salty all the time but um he was a snowboarder so it's tough because you Different. know there's any free time I got it was like come visit me in the snow and I was like ooh, like that doesn't yeah. sound great not my forte I don't want to be a scaly lizard in yeah. the snow <laughs> that's true I am not a huge snow person mm. I lived in Utah for almost a year and I just can't with the cold and yeah I know man I just I really think I get seasonal depression. I know that's like a, you know, everyone's like, oh, I need to be tan. And like in the winter I get seasonal depression. It's like a cliche. But no, I really, fully. I would have to like go fully. literally tan. Yeah. To like get the warmth yeah, of the, the sun or something. I am not, um, I do not like the cold at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So we have been told that everybody is an expert at something. Ooh. One, do you believe that? Two, what are you an expert on? Totally. I think that's the passion thing. Yeah. Like everybody has a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I am a, I, I don't feel like I'm an expert in anything, but I do feel like I have a massive major passion for improv. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like, just like getting lost in your mind and like making up scenarios right then and there. I am not an expert in it at all. Like I have so much learning to do. But I am so interested in it. And I could mm-hmm. do that 24 hours a day. Well, That's you're probably so an expert at some, like, little part of improv that you – you know what I mean? That's what I was going to say. You're probably an expert at reading people or at, or at observing at least. I feel like I'm really good at reading people. I feel like I can pick up people's energy really fast. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the vibe you're getting here? Like, yeah, what's our energy? You guys seem – She's like, very, oh, she, you really want to know? <laughs> very organized. Very happy. Hmm, that's nice. That's good. Um, driven. And like, uh. and and <laughs> open, kidding. open to new things, but also like kind of comfortable in the ways of your own kind of being. Yeah. I think that's really good actually. Yeah, I think that is really good. Like, hmm, you're a palm reader. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, I'm I don't like, know. So what is my passion? <laughs> like what career should I take (laughs) no I do think that's actually pretty accurate yeah that is good cool no I think I I don't know I'm in awe of your guys's podcast I think it's really inspiring and cool thank you you. that's so nice we're so grateful that you were able to come I was seriously like 
oh my gosh we need to have ivy on the podcast like it would be so Aww. fun Dulcie's like she, she's not gonna reply <laughs> no <laughs> i'll just email her literally replies within seconds yeah, i was then, like oh my gosh <laughs> literally fangirling it was so fun. yeah we're super but, happy yeah we're heart. so grateful that you came thanks you guys the time. i'm honored is your van here um no it's not it's in the oh. shop right now i'm in this rental car oh, 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 oh nice. dang. plus even if it were you couldn't find it because it's like 10 floors down in the oh, parking garage oh, oh, oh. wait is it a nightmare to park i had to crawl through seven crawl spaces up 17 flights of stairs then swing over seven buildings Go under four freeway bridges on foot. <laughs> to be here? To be here. Literally. Today. I know. Seriously. It's well, so funny. Wait, you can't just... Okay, I'm going back to the van again. But you can't just park it... Like, if you were to sleep yeah. in it, you can't just park it anywhere, right? Like, that's illegal. Correct? Like, if you yeah. if you were on, like, a little road trip and you're like... Uh, it depends. You know what I mean? Are there only certain spots you can park it? I mean, to... technically camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's when you got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Because typically, yeah, a camp spot is great. But um, I feel like Sometimes I have enough friends places where I can park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I usually like, yeah, I usually like to like let someone know I'm sleeping near them. Yeah. yeah. So they wake like... up, you're like, hey, coming <laughs> yeah. out of your van <laughs> from their house. Hey. Yeah, that makes sense. You're great. Thanks so much for being here with us. Um, Okay, follow Ivy on Instagram. What's your Instagram, Ivy? At Ivus. I-V-U-S-S. Okay. Follow her if you want to see funny. Yeah, what does that mean? Um, When I was younger and my mom would get mad at me, she'd be like, Ivus. Wait, is that your real name? No. (laughs) Oh, I'm like, I wish. Ivus short for Ivy. Or Ivy short for Ivus. Wait, how many siblings do you have? I forgot to ask that as well. One older brother. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, follow Ivy on Instagram. She has lots of funny videos, lots of model pics. We were just talking the other day about how when a girl is, like, pretty but also funny and also nice, you're just like, wait, And athletic. Yeah. Like, oh, great. You're like, okay, so I have <laughs> no chance. That's fair. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I feel like that's the definition of you. Aww, you know, you're just working stop. it. Stop. Thanks. Um, so, so go sweet. follow Ivy. And then if you guys want to follow our podcast as well on Instagram, it's at what we said podcast um and we post updates we post like polls and stuff if you guys want to participate in our episodes or send in stories or anything like that um but thanks so much for listening thank you again ivy for being on the podcast and that's That's what what we we said. said bye bye